Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. It is a vision that he is trying to send to you to communicate with you. And you see the gate. It, it is all that this being cares about. It's all that any of these bleached coral beings cares about is, is the gate. They are driven solely by instinct to produce this, this passage leading to another world. And then they show you the, the sort of crude shape of a man. You know it to be benefactor Orlean. Orlean has kind of taken over a, a chunk of their buddies, and they want us to get into that dome and, and free their friends. So we've got, we've got backup. One structure uh, just looms high above the, the trees here. Uh, it's a tower made of white coral, and it is easily four stories tall. Make a dexterity saving throw, Devo. Come up with new animals. <laughs> so tired of these motherfuckers. Hey, you're the one who decided to tie your fate to them. In its last moments, the alpha blink shark turns its gaze to you, Zooks. And when it does, you feel, even without direct contact, you feel its intent. You feel it communicate one last thought to you. And it is this. It falls to you now. Stop your friends. Save our world from devastation. Acknowledgement. And then it looks to you, Amber, with unbridled hatred. And then its head hangs low. And the last blink shark is gone. Amber, you stand above the, the 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 corpses of your mortal enemies. I don't know if you know that that was it, that that you have slain the last blank shark. But uh, how how does it how does it feel to have uh, so thoroughly succeeded where so few have 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 succeeded? Hmm. This is hard because I mean it's not how I would feel about it, but I think. Amber does feel a sense of like satisfaction every time she takes one out. And this is a nice batch combo. Um, I don't think she recognizes the loss. Like, I think she's more practical than that. Yeah. She grew up, you know, her family's livelihood was, was fishing. So yeah. like, I don't think it hits her necessarily that like the, you know, the, the the ethics of this, I don't yeah. think, are, are that muddy for her. Kodira sheaths her short sword um, that she was wielding in battle, 
And she walks up to you, Amber, and she says, well, that was weird. Yeah. Have you seen them before? Have I seen uh, magical teleporting sharks before? I have blink shark, blink sharks, blink sharks. Uh, I have, I have not experienced b- blink sharks. It's weird. Uh, right? I'll be honest. I kind of thought they were like a ghost story, and that you were kind of larping this whole time. Oh, wow! I bet this really colors your perception of me. It, huh? sh- it certainly does. Those things were extremely Savage, spooky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you never see another one, uh, well, I mean, if you see one and I'm not there, you're going to beef it. But I hope, I hope that this is maybe the end of it. I haven't been seeing them, you know, very often, not like it used to be. Well, there's three less of them now, so let's uh, get on with it. It's three, three steps closer to perfection, I say. How are you, Zooks, seeing seeing what you have seen? I think Zooks is a little shook. I I think. Um... I would assume that he senses that this was an extinction event. Yeah. And that on the heels of, you know, that prophecy that, that you know, that they made about, you know, Amber being the be-all and end-all of the, of the race. I think he's a little rocked. Okay. Uh, not quite sure what to think. Um, and... Maybe looking a little askance sure. at Amber. Just a lot of questions now. He's got a lot of questions in his mind. Okay. That's uh, that's understandable. Uh, and Devo, you are seeing this scene from up high. You had a, a, a brief brush with falling to maybe your death, but uh, you did not, and your plan succeeded. Uh, and you in particular, although all of you can hear it now, the same sound that you heard from your uh, ship's tone wheel that sort of knocked you on your asses, uh, except for you, Zooks, your, your ass was un- unknocked. Unknockable. Unknockable. Yep. Uh, you can kind of hear it, like, in, in, like reverberating through the coral, and it is not, you know, it's not nearly as loud as it was when you, like, tuned into that signal, um, but the closer you get to this tower, and apparently the higher you get in this tower, the sort of more noticeable it, it becomes. What do you all do? Uh, Diva looks down uh, at the scene and uh, yells down. I, I think I'm just going to go on from here. Uh, I, I expect you two will uh, attempt to follow, but... Uh, this is up to you. Uh, I'm going to go on by myself now, I think. How would we get up there? Can you drop us a rope or anything? Oh, I I thought I was clear. Um, I'm going to do... I don't want to go with you. I don't want you to come. Oh. Oh. Um. Hmm. Why? Uh, well... Zooks, you have a death wish, as demonstrated uh, by our entrance to the coral. And Amber, um, you only care about yourself. And frankly, I don't know that I like myself any more with you than I liked myself with the church. And frankly, this is probably on me, but... um, I also have a better chance, I think, of stopping Orlean 
uh, with my powers, and uh, if I fuck up, uh, then I assume you three will be coming behind me anyways, and then you will get a chance at it. But right now, I think I'd rather uh, just go on by myself. All right, good luck. Wait, are you really going to let him? He he will die. Like, as he is so, um, so clearly reminds us at every turn, he is a big boy and he can make his own decisions. And frankly, this is also weird. This is not in my skill set. I got big arms. There's lots of people back home who play, pay big money for big arms. That'll be my slogan. I'm done. And I, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll come clean up the mess after he's he's torn asunder. So, yeah, okay. Um, all right. Well, how about some skin in the game? She says, and she jumps an outrageous uh, height into the air and grabs onto the coral on the side of the tower, and she starts to climb. Hmm. Diva sees that and and starts uh, going. Okay. Careful. She's like, well, which one are you telling? Which one are you telling? Careful. Yeah, both. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Live and let live. That's me. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Diva, you're going in? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, you enter the, the tower through this entrance in the side of it, uh, and you walk into what appears to be a sort of, like, wide-open foyer. Um it's comprised of the same, you know, glowing coral as the rest of the tower. Uh, but you notice some things are a little bit different here. Um, for for one thing, there's apparently some living coral beings in here who have not been sort of integrated into the tower. Uh, there's maybe like a dozen of them all scattered around the room. Um, Still, oh wait, are they bleached or are they like colorful? They're rhino? bleached, but they are like, you know, they are mobile. They are living individual forms, unlike the trees in the tower, which have been sort of, you know, shaped, and the dome, which have been sort of shaped to fulfill these different purposes. Got it. Um, and most of them are, like, sitting and, you know, kind of cradling their heads in pain. Uh, and most of them are positioned around this room's other sort of unique feature. Uh, all around you in this foyer are ring-shaped coral structures in varying states of disrepair, uh, I, I would say only a you know a handful of them are complete rings. The others have either collapsed or were never finished in the first place. And at the rear of the room, there is a spiral staircase that leads upward uh, through the ceiling and into another floor. And when the when those coral beings see you enter, uh, I, I think that they, to the best of their ability, kind of like crab walk backwards away from you. Um, Devo, uh, so we can hear the sound, right? That sound is getting louder, you said? Yeah, and you can definitely hear it from the, uh, coming, coming from the, the floor above you through that, uh, you know, entrance from the spiral staircase. Uh, Devo starts singing under his breath. Okay. Um, and makes his way up the spiral staircase. Okay. Um, you reach the first step of the spiral staircase and you hear some scuffling behind you and then you hear Kodira shout, how often do people tell you you're an asshole? Oh, fairly constant at this point. I, I, okay. yes, I, 
I was trying to, I, why are you following me? Oh, um, because the city of Founders Wake is clearly under threat, and it's my job to make sure that that doesn't happen. If you can believe it, there's um, lots of people who want to do what's right for uh-huh. this world, and it's not just you. And two of those people you left behind down at the bottom of this tower. Okay, and, and do you have advanced training in resisting uh, being mind-controlled by a very powerful uh, member of the church? Or did you go through, you know, like 17 years of this as well? Because the last time that I faced Orlean uh, with Zooks and Amber, um, Zooks was mind-controlled to point a crossbow at me. So can you, you're going to resist this? I don't know. I don't know, man. Give me the shot. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Benevolence. Okay. Um, just stay close to me. And if no, come on, take over my mind. Let's go. I'm I'm trying to cut back on this, but you stay close to me. I'm inviting you to do it. Listen to me, please. Uh, Sometimes I'm. Uh, oh my god. Hey, sorry. I thought he was about to get owned, and I had to see. Telling people what to do is. So I'm trying to protect right you. I know, but I'm I'm a big girl too. I just want to see. But if I tell you not to go, then you will fight me. But if I piss you off, then I was hoping you would let me go. Uh, Oh, hey! God damn it! uh, Oh (laughs) no! I just wanted to tell you good luck. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hang back here, and while you go do your thing, no, you can't hang back. If you're going to come. He's really strong. He could probably hang for a while. Stay, yeah. please, just uh. listen for two seconds. Stay close okay. to me. Okay, now. And if he question. tries anything, if Orlean tries anything, focus on me singing. Do not listen to him. Listen to me, okay? Okay. I have, I have one question that I want you to think about. Uh huh. If you fuck up trying to control Kadira's mind, will your head explode like in scanners? I'm not going to try to control Kadira's mind. He's uh, afraid well, to. You, he knows you he'll lose. Yeah, and I don't want to clean up brains. He was all like, have you ever heard something powerful try to control your mind? And it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. How, about, Classic. Uh, how about a god that like hey, I hey, brought watch, around on you? Hey, watch this. Forearms for climbing. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, are you swinging from the spiral staircase? I'm not even tired. <laughs> I'm not even tired. Uh, I was just thinking to hang back and you you go do your thing. And then if you need us, we're there to come riding in. Are y'all coming? Uh, Zooks? Hey, y'all coming? I'm already on the stairs. Yes. <laughs> Zooks, please. You are very, um, and I say this uh, as respectfully as I personally can manage. You are incredibly susceptible to mind control. Uh, it has been demonstrated several times now. I need you mm-hmm. to focus on sense of self. Please, 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 Zooks, please try to retain your Zooksness. That is the nicest thing you have Jesus. ever said okay. to me. I am going, I am Zooks. I am Zooks. We're trying to sneak about the You're so loud. Zooks. I am Zooks. When you, uh, when you shout that, Zooks, a couple of the sort of down and out coral beings in this room start sort of crawling toward you. No, stay like back. Reaching, uh, uh, uh. Re- reaching out toward you. Okay, let's go. We need to move down before this becomes creepier than it is. Yeah. All right, come on. 
I'll lead the, I'll lead the way. They are oh. reaching for the hem of your garment, Zooks. I am Zooks. We're moving. As you are like whispering that, Zooks, you see these two coral beings try to climb up on their, their feet and sort of fail. And then you see one of them touch the ground and it does something, some, some sort of magic action that you can't quite understand and a sort of spire uh, appears. Just like a six inch tall spire of coral comes up out of the ground uh, and there's little sort of barbs sticking out of the left and right side of it in like very sort of specific looking intervals. Do you know what this mm. is? Um, is it their penis? Oh. You know, I'm so young, I haven't quite gotten to that phase yet of discovery. Okay, um, I would like to make, um, an insight, would it, insight check? Perception check? Investigation. Uh, investigation, probably. Investigate, not history? No. Mm. Okay. This isn't a, a historical six-inch spire that just appeared out of the ground. No, yeah, okay. this, is some, this is something else. But I would think he would know. Okay. All right. Investigation. That would be a, an 11. All right. Uh, you get right up on this thing, and it is clear that they are trying, that this, this coral being is trying to communicate with you. But I can also tell that you are sort of stymied by this. Is, um, it, is it the bleached color, or is it? It is. It is. It Every, everything in here is the bleached color. Um, the. Other one, the one that didn't create this spire, looks at the at the other and sort of nods, and then it holds a hand out that uh, glows very brightly for a moment, and then that coral being falls, and his body starts to slowly integrate into the the floor of the tower, and then you look at this spire and you all can read it. It is a language, and this other coral being has just cast Comprehend Languages on you with the last of its power. Oh, sick. And this spire, as you read it, it says, Orlean Deceiver. Y yes. Oh, no, Griffin, I feel terrible that uh, one of the coral beings gave their life to something so... <laughs> That's so incredibly obvious. Yeah. Hey, yes, we, we know this. It makes another spire, and it says, are you helpers? If if by helpers you mean, like, are we going to stop Orlean? Then yes. It looks up at you, Zooks. Yeah. Would touching the spires enhance the communication? Um, no. Between I mean, you, Zooks and him? You can read it pretty clearly, and you can tell that it just understands your, your you know, telepathic field thing that Zooks has going on. Okay, well, then I'm going to... Uh, draw closer to the other coral being and nod and say yes we are helpers how can we help you um it creates another spire and a smaller one next to it and you all read um, Orlean creates broadcast machine and the smaller spire says send message to world left behind 
and then it looks at the small spire and collapses it and creates an even smaller one that says, Sin's Command. We need to go. Uh, whatever this is, this cannot be good. Uh, is what, what? Lit, little. It fr- must be sending it back to the the lands. Everybody left the surface. Why would he be sending messages to the surface? Because Harmonine. It whips up another spire, and it says Orlean has regret. So terribly sad. Mm. <laughs> what does Orlean regret? Um, it makes a very small spire that just says unknown. Do and, I know? Um, listen, here's golly. what I'll say, Ditto. Yeah, I, I got a passive insight of eighteen. Am I like, oh, he always <laughs> seemed kind of fucking off. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll, I will let you roll an insight check. 24 total. Jesus, okay. So 16 plus uh, eight. Yeah, that's exceptional. Um, okay, I will give you this. Something has always been off with Orlean beyond his sort of ass, asshole nature. Mm-hmm. And I think you are specifically attuned to this because... Like he essentially helped raise you in in the cloister, right? He has always had a sort of uh, sorrow about him that you never quite understood. Um, and that sorrow always seemed to be lessened whenever he would teach you all about like hominine history. And what life was like in in Hominine before everything fell apart. Um, and I, I I don't know that you have any more to go off than that. But when it says you know, Orlean has regret so terribly sad. That is that is I think what what comes to mind. Um, Dad, I know what you're sort of like seeming to feel like you're realizing, obviously, but like, do you want to explain, talk about what you're thinking for the listeners? Uh, no, uh, not okay. at this time. Not then at can't th- wait. Then, then can I do a knowing chuckle too? And then later be like, I knew it. Dad used to do <laughs> no, this no, when we'd I, watch movies. <laughs> no, hold on. I want to air this laundry, Dad. Dad used yeah, to do this when it. we let's watch movies. It. He would be like, oh, okay. And he'd be like, what is it? And he's okay. like, you'll see. And when I was like 12, I'm like, my dad knows everything. My dad, know- and now as an adult with kids, he's fucking bullshitting, dudes. Dudes. No, 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 no. I, I, okay, I just didn't want to derail anything that, you know, it just seems to me that he obviously left someone behind, that someone didn't, you know, or something. I mean, obviously, someone the, or something or somewhere or some did some who he's communicating with somebody. He's trying to communicate with somebody. So obviously, not everybody got killed by the storm. I mean, that's well. That, there's that's a whole hominine. Yeah, there's a like floating land of hominine or some shit that's like out there in the world. Hominine survived to some degree. The but rich nobody and pa- knows. Nobody knows where it is. Yeah, too. but the rich and powerful of hominine. There was a plan. Uh, in place that would save them, uh, but not necessarily all the Hominidians. My guess was that the regret is that he you know, did this plan and not that one. It 
nods as you, as you all sort of dis- discuss what it has told you. Um, and then it climbs over to you, Amber, and it makes a spire. And it says, are you here to open the passage? Oh, yeah. He, Zook's already opened the passage. He used his, I don't know, he communicated with the Korah thing, and he opened the passage. That's how we, that's how we got in it, here. Mm-hmm. It adds to the spire. And now the sentence ends with, to the new world. Oh, dang. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I, willing to try. I mean, if they're talking to they me. Are, right yeah, they are specifically talking to Amber right now. Um, no, I hadn't, I hadn't planned on it any, I mean, I'm, this one's fine. I'm ish. I don't know. It makes a new spire and it is looking pretty dog tired at this point. Uh, and the new spire says this world collapses as the last world collapsed. It makes another one and is barely moving now. And it says you will become the new remnant. Vestiges were the last remnant you will be the next remnant. Okay. Um, or, counterpoint, this world, maybe we make it not collapse, eh? and we just continue and regrow, um, you know, the, like a plant, there are periods of dormancy, and then it grows back, and we do this instead of just being like, well, what are you going to do? Let's move on. The other um, bleached, the coral beings in this room are like climbing towards you, Devo, as you are saying all this. And they look kind of aggressive. Uh, Oh, okay. Hey. Okay. Let's be cool. Um, I'm just saying that this is also an option. You all have clearly had it tough, and I understand that you are a little upset. We are helpers, remember? Not here uh, to fight you. Uh, we're going to stop Orlean, and then maybe we'll figure out from there about the passage and all of this stuff, okay? Roll a persuasion check. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, an 18 total. Okay, uh, this this holds off the advance, but that uh, the, the one who is communicating with you is just looking up into your eyes intently, Amber. I don't know what you want me to say. We're helpers. Yeah, we'll help. We'll help. You see the coral in its face kind of contort, almost in a grin, and then it it's it's very gently lays its head on the ground and then gets consumed into the floor, and the spires follow along with it. Um, and Kodira walks up to you all and she says, "Okay, um." So I'm going to hang back just in case these guys get froggy again because the last thing y'all are going to need while you're facing down a sort of mind-controlling megalomaniac is action from the rear. Um, So you let me take care of this situation. And she gestures to just like everything in the room. And she says, and um, holler if you get in a bit above your head. Oh, uh, Kodira, um, 
you might have been speaking metaphorically, but uh, you should find a way to plug your ears. Um, I know Amber can do this, and I can do. We can communicate psychically, and I, I'm pretty sure Zooks can do this too. Uh, but what you don't want to hear is Orlean's voice. Um, she looks at you, Devo, and she's fucking annoyed. And you see a red eye appear on her forehead. Okay. And she says, I think I know a thing or two about which voices to listen to and which ones to ignore. But I, but I, but I appreciate your concern. Okay. Fine. I, yeah, sure. Okay. And Diva starts up the stairs. Okay, before we move any further, can someone... I, I'm trying really hard. I'm just not a very smart person. That's and I'm not true. Well, and just in this sort of kind of thing, I get very in my head about what my character is doing and what, and so sometimes I don't... I, it's hard for me to do that and comprehend, like, like narrative stuff is something I've realized about myself as a as as someone doing this. Can someone sort of like encapsulate for me your take on what is happening right if, now, if I may? Um, this and that's probably better than yes. If I just I don't need a Griffin right. level understanding, just a Travis and Clint level. This understanding. is how I understand it, right? So this has escalated quite a bit, right? What all began as guidance died. Right, and we suspect that this was a uh, forced move and not a uh, free will move. Right, the person that we suspected that this would be is Orlean. Orlean is very strong and on the run. We are after Orlean, right? And we are given uh, we got a tracer spike to go hunt him down. And when we arrived, we found that he is working with those beings, with the dried coral. The dried coral had some battleships outside, we thought, to protect the place. But actually, they could not get in without destroying, you know, basically their home. They told us, hey, this dude Orlean rolled up, said he would help us to build this passage. But actually, he had his own thing to do, and he's taking control of us, and we want you to stop him. Now, we also know from Zooks' conversation with the Blink Sharks. The Blink Sharks were of the opinion that whatever this passage was or whatever this would do, that Amber would be the one to trigger it, to open it, and it would be like the end of their world. Be that this world or what, we do not know. But they wanted Zooks to kill Amber rather than have Amber activate this, this passage. Or have or have Zooks annihilate basically all of the white coral. Yeah, um, that something about this passage was not great. And I uh, think you would know that like rumors of like a promised land of an escape from this ruined world that would lead you to like a, a world that had not been destroyed by magic is like a thing people talk about. And for we have also reason, heard this from Tolliver at. Yeah the uh, place with the endangered animals where he was like, nothing that we do here matters because we're working towards moving to this other world, right? And and so this world is dying and we need to find a way out of this world to the next. And I think Amber would be confused because like this is the second group of, of beings in this world who have thought that you were going to be the one to, for whatever reason, open the door to this new world. 
Um, and I don't, I don't think Amber would have any fucking clue why they thought that. So Zooks is staring at the spot where the, the coral beans kind of melted back into the floor and the spires melted into the floor. And he kneels down and using his, his power and his connection to the, the dead coral, I think he tries to make a spike of his own that says promise. And I, I mean, he has been watching his species mates, you know, die and, and get tormented and, and, you know, be controlled. And I, I think he's pretty sick of it. And I think this, his purpose, I think he sees this as being something that in one way or another, he's going to, Try to fulfill the promise to these coral beans. Uh, okay, make a make a constitution save. Well, that's a nine. Uh, it's hard for you to do this, even with the sort of um, this enchantment that is uh, very quickly fading now that these two coral beings are gone. Um, and you feel and see a bit of your color drain out. Uh, and you take uh, nine points of necrotic damage. Okay. But you do create a spire, and you can tell that it does say promise. It is uh, crude. I think it's much larger than the other spires. You, you probably didn't have any control over that. The R is backwards. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little rascal's logo. Um, the P is not, you know, capitalized. Yeah, But it is... It is there, and it is incredibly colorful. It is it is prismatic, and uh, you see all of the coral beings in this room sort of sit up straight when you create this, and they see it, and you hear them just kind of humming uh, and glowing a little bit brighter than they were a minute ago. Well, every artist loves to be appreciated by their audience. Sure. So thank, thank you all very much. No, I think that's very sweet. Cool. I love it. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. 
And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hey, it's John Moe. Join me on Depression Mode for conversations on how mental health shapes our life. This week, David Sedaris with stories of his late father that he's finally willing to tell. I think there's a difference between, you know, a good person and a good character. Like, he was a good character, my boyfriend here. And my father was another one of those people. He was a really good character, but he, he, he wasn't a good person. Depression Mode with John Moe, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of 
erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say Bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother and Me. Do you all, as you are going up this spiral staircase, I, I'm going to say it, it leads into sort of a, just a big kind of hollow chamber. Uh, yes, we take an eight-hour-long rest. I was Thank you say, for asking. I don't think you have time for an eight-hour-long rest, but if you want to just kind of like kick it on the steps for a few minutes and catch your breath, this would be, I think, the time to, to do so. So you're thinking like short rest? Yes. I... Yeah, let's have a brief conversation. And you can also uh, uh, heal up. I'm not going to worry about hit dice. No, no. Uh, well, do you recover key points when you take a short rest? Yeah. You do. I, I, I don't know. Uh, do I? Let me take a short rest and see if they fucking recover. <laughs> Hold on. I have a button for this. So, um, Devo, you know him better than anybody. What, who do you think he's trying to get hold of? <sighs> Listen, is this one not surprise you? I didn't take a great interest in his personal life. I didn't maybe ask uh, questions about him as much as, um, well, I basically uh, hate him, and he, uh, I'm almost certain, hates me. Um, and so... Uh, Statistically. Yes, right? This is, uh, yes, I get that. People do not like me. Yes, well played. Um, and so... Here is the thing, though. Here is what's throwing me off. and I, I, I've been thinking about this all the way here. I don't think he's evil um, so much as uh, he is self-centered and self-focused and narcissistic and an asshole. Uh, and so I... Wait, are you saying what I think you're saying? No, he's not my dad. He's no, your dad? He's not my dad. Oh, okay. So I, I was see. going right. to. I yeah. thought for sure. No, Amber, no oh. he's not my dad. I'm just saying uncle. that. Uncle. Maybe an uncle. He's not my yeah, uncle. I mean, maybe uncle. in the kind of found family way of like, he was like an uncle to me. But, uh, you know, he, he mostly what I'm saying is maybe we can talk to him. Can I ask you another question? And this. I really just kind of need to know because, well, if you need to take him out, I don't know what we're walking into, but if, if you need to take him out, could, could you? Do you mean like magically or like could I kill him and it wouldn't hurt my conscience? Well, I hope it. Hurt your conscience, yeah. Dexter. I'm just saying, <laughs> do you, do you, Will you be able to to do it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Come on. Yeah, oh wait, no, hold I, on. I, oh, just felt my vibe refreshed. That's delicious. Um, all right, let me also just say, uh, if if you all got to uh, fight him, 
uh, if you have the option, punch him in the throat first. Sit right oh, in the voice good. box. This is a good place to that's start. Right, He's good. not so good at like the hand to hand combat. So if we can just like right, larynx, then um, okay, yeah, he should be pretty easy to just like whoop slap him around a bunch at this point. Now I, I'm not that familiar with uh, you know humanoid anatomy, oh, sure, but the throat yeah. is is that part down the the, the reproductive oh up right there yeah, higher right right oh oh, oh, oh it's, it's right under oh. the chin. But above uh, oh, the chest, yeah. right there in the middle, front of neck. So the mouth hole, and then down about six, eight inches. Yeah, yes, this okay. is thereabouts. Done deal. Let's go get him. Six yes. to eight inches feels long to me. Yeah, uh, that feels more like, like three, long, three inches. Oh, no, here's the thing: we've never discussed it. Orlean, he's a giraffe. He's a giraffe man. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of sort of uh, most people here have sort of uh, you know fish piscine features, but for whatever reason, he's the one giraffe. He's the one giraffe man. Uh, okay, so so we're just kind of set on going and snuffing him. No, you, no, even I though they said, said he was kind of sad. I just, Sooks, I just said talk to him. Yeah, if I just meant if we, I need to know the situation in case we end up in the y- y- you know fail. To prepare and you prepare to fail. I just want to know that Did you just make this up. It's good, right? Oh, it's very good. I was working on it uh, last night. I was trying to fall asleep. Mm. Here's a here's another one. I came okay. up with. You ready for this? Yeah. Tragedy plus comedy equals time. Mm, that one doesn't make as much sense. Do we have, do we have TED talks under, really underwater? Think about it. Mm. All right, let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, you all finish climbing the spiral staircase, uh, or rather, you you pass through another floor as you go up the spiral staircase. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably pretty exhausting. You you all enter through the floor of the final chamber in this tower. You look up, you can see uh, you can see the ceiling above you. There are no more sort of stairs going up, save for. Uh, the spiral stairs that you're on right now kind of continue on in like a diagonal up to a platform, a coral platform that's maybe 30 feet above you. Uh, it's a sort of wide semicircular platform uh, at, at the very top of the room. And on that platform, from your position, you see, uh, first and foremost, you see Orlean's ship. It's that that same sort of small spherical vessel um, that you saw when you first encountered Orlean back inside of the the big old clam. Um, And it seems to be cradled in some sort of coral structure uh, that kind of boggles the mind. Uh, All of these different sort of branches of coral that this ship is nestled in kind of branch off of it and curve upward straight up into the air like lightning rods or it's sort of laid out in a a pattern kind of like a pipe organ uh it is not an actual pipe organ though he is not fucking ganondorf (laughs) and as you all enter the room you you hear that uh that sort of formerly ear splitting tone uh coming from these rods you can see them vibrating and and you recognize it as the sound that that concussed you on board your ship earlier and Standing inside of his ship, you see through the viewport, uh, Orlean. And 
he has his back to you, but as you all enter, well, actually, are you all trying to get the the drop on him? Uh, yes, I think so. But okay, uh, well, well, if our initial move is to try to communicate, yeah, with then him, we probably want to like not we go sneaking him. in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Devo, I, anytime Devo is not talking, I want to make this clear, Griffin. He is you're, singing you're under his singing. breath. Got you, yes. got you. Okay. okay. Uh, is is it like the door open? Like, is it open? It is closed. It is closed. I think we knock on the hatch. Uh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I am unsure what to do at this point because I'm tempted to, for the three of us just to try to push it, the whole ship, off of the platform. But I think that this right. is maybe aggressive. Um, I have a slightly modified solution. Okay. If you want to knock, why don't you let me knock with mage hand? Oh, from a distance. This is good. I love from this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang on ditch. Let's go. Get this. It's a can trip. Oh. I don't use any spell slots. Okay. <laughs> now, are spell slots like holes that you have for spells in your body? Yes. Okay. I have spell holes. <laughs> oh, well, that's weird. And it's weird to just find this out now, but okay. And I have unlimited spell holes. No, I, you don't. I, I, I just don't know about that. To no, I don't know about You have this. a very specific okay. number of spell holes that increases oh, when you right. level up. All right. So he manifests Mage Hand. Uh, What's that I look like? I think he goes with. I think he goes with. Uh, um, Something will have a little substance to it. So I think it's uh, little hermit crabs. Um, and then and they, they slam those the, hermit crabs against so a the, metal door. And they got the, and they got the little shells. No, but I mean, there's a lot of them. So oh. they don't have to die to do it. They okay. don't have to. But but the they go, they do the old. And see what happens. Um, he turns and sees a fist made out of hermit crabs. Uh, and is sort of taken aback for a second. Uh, and then as the fist sort of dissipates and the crabs go crawling all over hither and yon, he looks down the stairs and sees the three of you at the bottom. And he says, yeah, that, that, that tracks. Um, you had to come right now. Yes. What are you doing here? We could ask you the same question. Nice. Oh, I love it when people say yeah, that. Nice, nice, nice. I meant I meant that literally in this case. Like, oh, what yes. are you doing here? This is, oh. Yeah, we did come to ask questions, basically. Yeah. What I'm doing here is very personal. Okay. And does not involve the three of you or anyone else. I. Here's the thing. You and I, uh, we have history. Uh, not great. So, uh, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Uh, Hand of Guidance is dead. And uh, it appears to us that uh, this was done through manipulation and uh, uh, mind control. And there are very few people in Founders Wake who are powerful enough to do this. And so we think, ah, we need to talk to uh, Orlene about this. And then we find out that you uh, have run away. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hmm? 
Uh, you're telling the truth. Yes. <laughs> oh, was that the question or statement? It, it, it uh, uh, I guess a statement. Sorry, that's um. Oh, that's that is too bad. She um, she was an ambitious woman, and um, okay, she will be missed by some. I I assume. Oh God! See, this is the problem. Can I tell you the problem, Marlene? Yeah, I get it. Honestly, I get it. If I could just say to you. I get it. To me? Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. This is the problem. I I keep trying so hard to not be an asshole, and then everyone else is an asshole, and, like, I, like... His own, his own father. It's not my father. This is not my father. I'm not Sorry, yeah, I know. Yeah. I So I came here, and, like, at first I was like, I'm going to fucking kill him. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to him and give him a chance uh, not just to rush in there and be like, this guy is evil. And then I tell you guys, and you're like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, like, like you're not. That's not what I sounded like. It, it, yeah, it's kind of like what you really You're not like, like, do you want us to like fight you? Are you, I'm going to give you a chance now, right? Before we like fuck all this up and like start fighting you and, you know, make whatever you're trying to do stop working. Or at the very least, cause a lot of trouble for you, right? Do you want to just, like, tell us what's up, not be an asshole about it, not be all, like, mysterious and this doesn't concern you, and instead just, like, tell us what's up? I am going to correct an error in judgment that has sent the course of my life spiraling well off track. You three are going to fling yourselves off of this tower. And I need all of you to make charisma saving throws. With advantage. Sorry? Because I am uh been humming counter charm um whenever I'm not talking. Ooh, okay. I was wondering what that was. Is this a new thing that this you can This is thank you, level seven. Uh, yes, uh, it, it, me and any friendly creatures within 30 feet that can hear me gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Okay, uh, everyone roll with advantage. Ooh. I've seen a lot of low number. Oh, not from Devo. Devo crushed it. I got a nine, but I'm rolling with advantage. And that second one is a 16. But wait, what was the what was the charisma thing? save? So it's a negative one for me. Fifteen that tracks. And what was Zooks' best number? Eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, all uh, you Amber and Zooks, I think you both feel this sort of like morbid instinct to do exactly what he said, but it is drowned out by the song that Devo is humming. <laughs> Which, by the way, is yeah. blue skies. Okay. Oh. Uh, he looks down at you, Devo, and smiles and says, "Well, that's new." Uh, and he's gonna make an intelligent saving throw. Oh, okay. Trying to beat a fourteen. That is a thirteen plus four, a seventeen. Okay, so uh, he's gonna take half damage on seven d six as the psychic lance uh, pierces his brain. So let's see, 76 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's a lot of dice. What's what um, is the spell called? It's a psychic lance. Jesus Christ! So he's going to take eight points of damage. Well, okay, be but psychic lance also one of the most popular entertainers in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. Yeah, uh, he's amazing. <laughs> he knew my birthday. Uh, like, it's actually called what? like Ralathon Psychic Lance, but I'm going to call it Guidance Psychic Lance. Okay. Uh, all right. I he's, learned it from her book. He's as he smiles, he uh, is sort of looking at you with like max condescension, uh, and then you see him almost like physically get hit with this wave of psychic energy, and he like has to catch himself to keep from falling down. And he holds his head and says, oh, okay. This is uh, new as well. Okay. Well, I'm not doing this anymore. And he waves his hand forward and the 30-foot uh, diagonal staircase of coral uh, explodes outward sending a shower of massive coral chunks down on the three of you. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, I was almost on the 20. Ugh, I got a six. 10 was on the 20. I rolled to that too, baby. 12. Jesus Christ, guys. You're the one. You, you can't be like you make the next saving throw. Oh no! Well, but you did a bad job rolling. <laughs> you did a bad job with the numbers. Um, enormous chunks of of jagged coral uh, fly down toward the three of you, and you they they come so quickly, and you do not have a chance to get out of the way of them, and you all feel the crushing weight of of these uh, chunks of debris uh, land flat on top of you. And then you awaken like from a dream. And you are standing in front of the coral staircase and you see him reeling backwards. And he looks down at the three of you and says, I'm not doing this. And he waves his hand outward, and the staircase explodes outward, sending large chunks of coral sailing down at the three. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws. Griffin, I'm this losing. I think I have a glitch in my like, recording. <laughs> yeah, it feels like you just said that. Mine wasn't that much better. But this time, before it goes, I do cast Bard Inspiration on myself. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely you have a moment in the uh, in the window here, I don't know that you know exactly what's going on, but you definitely have time to send out a wave of, of bardic inspiration if you so choose. Okay, wait a minute, hold on. Paint the picture for me. How much higher is Ording? He is thirty. He is thirty feet okay, up. Cool. All right. So dexterity saving throw again. Um. Yes. And with my bardic inspiration, sixteen total for me. Okay, are you giving, but wait, before you roll, do you do you give everyone Bardic Inspiration? Oh, I don't know, I only have three. Yeah, what? Yeah. Okay, uh, so you expend two of your Bardic Inspiration. Zooks, you're not gonna need it, that's a 24. 24. Uh, Amber? You got a 10 plus five, 15. Okay, 
Uh, do you want to add your bardic inspiration to that or let it ride? I think 15 is good. It is just good enough. Ah, I knew the it. Three got of you feel like you've just had some sort of premonition or, or something um, because you know what he's about to do and you know the trajectory of the coral chunks that he's about to send sailing down in your direction. Uh, and you dive out of the way and these massive uh, jagged coral boulders uh, smash down just where you were standing in a large pile. Uh, and the three of you sort of climb to your feet after jumping out of the way and you are unaffected. And he sees this through his viewport and he goes, hmm. And then he turns around and walks away from the viewport. Uh, and now uh, he is still inside of his ship attached to this coral broadcast apparatus on this platform 30 feet up. Um, but there is no uh, staircase leading up there anymore. Zeus turns to Amber and Depot and says, so it's safe to assume we've moved beyond the negotiation phase of our plan? We're just not going to talk about like the time jump we just had. Okay, yeah, no, we're past that point. It's time to fucking like kill him. He tried to kill us, right? Try to make us jump off. Didn't try to squish us. Uh, yeah, let's uh fuck him up. I did. Did you all feel that? Oh yes. This, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was deja vu. I want to do perception a perception check to see if I can tell of anything that is awry. Uh, okay. And then a twelve. You got a 12? Mm -hmm. I mean, you definitely picked up on the, the, the apparent premonition that you just had. Um, the coral pile behind you is still, like, sort of rattling, settling, maybe. Um, but the source of it, I mean, okay, Amber, I think you're maybe uh, a little bit attuned to this stuff in a different way, just because of the power that you have. Uh, mm -hmm. Something's up with that that signal something's up with that noise that you heard on the ship and something is up with just the sort of uh ambient tone that those uh oh, those like, towers are giving up yo um, the the person he's sending a message to is himself back in time oh boy and, and as you say that amber i think you realize that the coral pile behind you is not just settling after flying in your direction, it is moving and it is reforming. And the banisters of that staircase stretch out to the side and form sort of smaller spires that, that branch out behind it. And uh, one particularly large piece of coral uh, floats to the front of the pile and you see a sort of rigid line of coral line up right behind it, uh, elongating uh, a few feet backwards to create what looks like a rib cage. And then you see this shape fully take form. Uh, and standing behind the three of you, um, between you and the staircase, is a massive coral dragon. Let's roll for initiative.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.